0: There were a couple things that during worship I feel God just kind of spoke over me and the two things that he gave me were just be prepared or be ready and then prepare so for the prepare uh this summer we've had a lot of growth like think back to the beginning this year and then to right now and like if that doesn't blow your mind just get you pumped for next year like I don't know I don't really know what wouldn't uh so basically just prepare so prepare this summer so just dive into that quiet time with God really dive in that intimacy this summer uh I know I'm not, some of us may get busier, but I know for me, I have a lot more free time, so just put that in your schedule, like dive into that intimacy, and also just get plugged into a local church so you can experience this every week. Uh, It's really important just to do this and just be a leader in that church, and let's change the state also while we're changing you and I when we're here. And for be ready, uh, just be ready for next year, because this feeling, this hunger, we need that for next year, because if you don't feel it right now, like it's just awesome, but lives are going to be changed people are going to be moved from darkness to light Uh, our group's going to grow we're going to grow ourselves Uh, the relationships we build the community it's just going to be amazing like god's just going to blow the doors off this place and if you prepare in the summer you're going to be one of those people that's leading that you're going to be a part of it and it's going to be amazing so just really just go into that just go into that so uh dear lord just thank you thank you for this group thank you for this year i just all the relationships i built this year i'm so thankful for them uh I'm just thankful for Daniel and the way he loves on this group and the way the words he gives every week. Uh, I know this summer we won't be able to be together, but we're always together. Um, There are only a phone call, a text away if you need anything. Uh, And this summer I'm just so pumped to see the growth, to see everyone when they come back, to see this fire again the first week and through the rest of the year. Uh, You are so good, God, and we're just thankful for everything you've given us. We love you. We praise you. Amen.
1: So tonight... We have the privilege and the honor to hear from five of our, or the five graduating seniors, and I'm super excited. I love each one of these students. I love all of you, but uh, these students I've had some time with. Um, I'm just eager to hear what they're going to give to us, so they're going to tell us three things. One, they're going to tell us how they found Chi Alpha, and then they're going to talk about how Chi Alpha just impacted their life, and the third thing, which I think this will be really good, is they're going to give us a piece of advice for how we can make the most of our time in college for Jesus. So we're going to jump right into it, because I still want to preach a mini-message tonight, if you're going to let me do that. So let's get into this. The first person who's going to speak is my sister-in-law, Taylor Quimby. Where's she at? So come on up. So a couple things about Taylor. Taylor was one of the first students I met when we came here. Oh, you're good? (laughs) You're good, here, make sure you unmute it, I don't know if it's unmuted. But anyways, Taylor was one of the first students I met back when we came here and I said, she's really awesome, it'd be cool if she was my sister. And then I introduced her to my brother and then that's what happened. But she has been amazing. She was our secretary treasurer for a couple years and did an amazing job and now she does all the connections stuff with Kyle and leads small groups. Anyways, go ahead and share your thing and I'll be back in a couple seconds.
2: All right, well hey guys. I'm so excited! I didn't ever think I would be standing here. College seemed never-ending at some points, but I'm so glad and I am so excited that each and every one of you are here. Um, so first thing I'm supposed to share is how I found Chi Alpha. So I, um, grew up in a broken home and when I was five, my mom started going to church in Des Moines and, uh, she was saved. And so it totally transformed our life, but I don't really remember anything except for growing up in the church. And then when I was in elementary, um, this guy named Jonathan Barthlow. Uh, was the children's pastor at my church. And so we kind of built a relationship, and then he went on to be a missionary, and so he left for a few years. And then he came back to Iowa and planted Chi Alpha at UNI and was making a huge impact here before I even knew about it. So I was in, like, junior high, high school. And then when he found out that I wanted to go to UNI, he was like, well, obviously, you're going to come to Chi Alpha. It's not even up to you. You have to. Um, It's not even a choice. And so in the beginning, it really kind of wasn't. Um, My own choice to come but I came anyway and checked it out and actually the first service that I ever came to Matt proposed to Rachel Um, And it was so sweet. So I was like well, I'll come back because what if that happens again? Um, And it hasn't yet, so I'm still waiting I guess for that to happen again here Um, But it was just so exciting and I could just feel the joy in the community even from that very first night so I kept coming back um, And then after a few weeks at the beginning of my freshman year, I was kind of trying to decide whether or not I wanted Chi Alpha to be my thing. Um, You know, all of us as freshmen, we kind of flirt with the idea of getting committed to things in college and we don't like it. Which, now looking back, I don't understand, but at the time, it felt so just intimidating, and I wasn't sure if anybody really liked me there, Um, so I wasn't sure if I actually wanted to come back, and I didn't know if I wanted to make God a priority in my life at the beginning of college, Um, and so I kind of wrestled with that for a couple weeks, and then I gave in because Jonathan pursued me and just made sure that I was here every week, and so then I got plugged into the community, and um, I started loving it, started finding friends, best friends, um, I invited some of my friends to come with me, and then it felt more like home. And so, when Daniel and Emily talk about um, how when they left you and I for a couple years, there was like a ragtag bunch of students. That was me, um, and we loved it. We kept coming back every week. Nobody really knows why, um, and a lot of that is because we didn't have leadership at the time. Um, we had. We had a pastor who was here and then left, and then we had um, kind of some interim people, but there wasn't very strong leadership, and the community wasn't even very strong. We didn't really have small groups. Those weren't a priority here, Um, but we had hangouts on, like, Friday nights every once in a while, and I lived for those. Like, it was so fun to be able to hang out with people on the weekends and feel accepted Um, And then I struggled with making friends on campus who I lived near and wanted to be accepted by them and hung out with them on the weekends and kind of fell into um, experimenting with some of the temptations of the world. But I still came to Chi Alpha every week and I still loved the community and I was still plugged in, but I was kind of wrestling with these things behind closed doors and I didn't tell anybody in Chi Alpha about it. Uh, because I didn't want anyone to speak truth into my life, to be honest, and that was, like, one of the biggest mistakes I ever made, Um, but I'm so thankful that God has just totally transformed me and taken away all of that temptation, all that desire, and now I just love Chi Alpha. I love being committed to Chi Alpha. I love coming every week. I love seeing all of you guys be connected into our community, Um, and so one of the things that I wanted to mention is how I try to pursue people who come into Chi Alpha the way that I was pursued. So um, in the fall, or I guess in December, when Elizabeth Noser gave her senior speech, she kind of mentioned how I um, like really ferociously persuaded her to come to winter retreat or fall retreat and um, if I've ever guilted you or persuaded you or bribed you to come to Chi Alpha or a small group or a retreat um, it's because I love you and because I know what God does through those events and through services like this and because I know the impact that Chi Alpha can have when you let yourself be fully committed to this community Um, and so I'm not going anywhere for next year. We're still going to be around um, kind of in a different role. So this doesn't feel like a sad moment. It really just feels super joyful. And I'm so excited that all of you are here and plugging in to Chi Alpha because, seriously, this is where the love is. Like, this is where the community is. And this is where God is. So if you're feeling like maybe God's left you here in college and you don't really have anybody to, um, to lean on in your dorm. Or maybe you're feeling like you're going through some kind of a dry spot with God and you don't feel his presence with you. Um, I'm here to tell you that God is here at Chi Alpha every single week. We have an incredible worship team. We have an amazing pastor who speaks the truth. He speaks God's word, and he challenges us, which is something that is really a value to our community because it helps us grow. So if you're in a small group and you're being challenged, if you're in my small group and I've challenged you, I'm not going to stop. So don't count on that, but that's where growth comes from, guys, and that's where God can really show up and move in your life. So he's here um, to be available. His presence is accessible at all times. And so my advice to you um, as maybe incoming sophomores, juniors, whatever, uh, maybe you're, this is your senior year, is to not waste time like I wasted my first couple years of, of college. Um, kind of being in the dorms, I was just so intimidated by everyone around me. And I just wanted um, people to like me because I thought maybe then I would like me. And so I kind of wrestled with that. But God's love is all we need. Um, He's the strength that we have to hold on to. And so finding comfort in that will give you the courage to be able to talk to people about something that might be a little bit awkward. So if we've had an awkward interaction where I try to uh, yell at you and convince you to come to something, it's because I care about you. So I want you to have those kinds of conversations and pursue the people around you because God pursued you first. So he transforms our lives. He gives us all the love that no one else possibly could. And so love the people around you. Don't uh, mess around and get involved in things that you know God's not calling you to. So I just want to encourage everyone to be obedient and just to love other people around you with the tenacity that Jesus loved us with. He doesn't leave us alone, so I'm not going to leave you alone. So we're still sticking around, still going to be here next year to bother you. So I just love you guys all so, so much, and I'm so glad that you're here, part of this community.
1: Way to go, Taylor. Yeah, I killed it. I should have her preach sometime. All right. Josh Hans, this guy's going to start preaching. I just know it can't get Josh up here without a little preaching happening. Uh, so I met Josh in September 2015, and I got to see him give his life to Jesus, got to baptize him in water, got to see him get baptized in the Holy Spirit, senior your whole journey. So dude, I'm excited for you to close it off tonight with your senior speech, man. Love you so much. Let's give Josh a clap.
3: Come on. Yeah, um, yeah, I just want to say, if you guys take anything away from my message, it's just that we still serve a living God, and my story is a miracle of what he can do in each and every one of your lives. So, man, theres I'll keep it short. So, for me, um, my I started out at the University of Iowa uh, my freshman year. I uh, had, like, my first relationship. We did things we shouldn't have done, and then, really, that ended badly after a year, and then Uh, pretty much for almost two years straight. I was heavily addicted to, like, smoking marijuana, um, partying, all of that, just in that bondage, that party lifestyle. And I was thinking the whole time, like, nobody loves me, nobody's here for me, uh, any of that, and it was just really extreme. I was never, like, um, never thought about hurting myself or anything like that, but I just didn't know Jesus at the time. Um, It wasn't until actually I was at a buddy's place uh, that, like, this alone is God, so I was at my friend's place, we were about to smoke, and this was in September of 2015, that from my phone, from my pocket, it was like, Josh, Josh, um, and it was actually my dad, like, he had overheard us talking about smoking, that type of stuff, all that, and he was just so ashamed because he never raised a son like that, um, so pretty much from that, he reached out to one of my high school friends, Emery White, and Emery was an intern here, and he uh, met me at Subway, and, uh, I just decided to go to, uh, fall fall retreat in September of 2015, and then that's where I actually, uh, gave my life back to the Lord, and then I, like, one of the most powerful things from it is I remember just going home, uh, telling so many people, and just seeing the amount of support and love I got from it, and then also, like, I had, you know, the paraphernalia, the bong, some weed, all of that, so I, I remember putting it all in a bag, um, uh, showing it to my roommates and being like, hey, guys, this isn't who I am anymore, and then taking it to the dumpster and just smashing it against the wall. Uh, so it was just amazing. Like that burden was just lifted. And then on top of that, uh, some of you guys met him. Uh, he was involved in Kyle as well. But the next day, my brother, uh, Jacob Hanks, he, yeah, uh, so he, sorry, guys. So he was um, like in the same party sink, smoking all that. Um, we were, went to Lyft, and, uh, we always, like, loved Lyft, and we never smoked before, but I didn't, because I was done with that, and then he, uh, he just was, uh, he, yeah, he was high, but he could just sense something different in me, and then, amazingly, he ended up coming to When It was on Thursdays, and he gave his life back to Christ, so it's just amazing, uh, what God can do, yeah. Um, and then if I could just touch on, like, what Kyle has meant to me, um, just like Daniel, he's been such a, like, mentor to me. Uh, like, looking back, there were so many instances I was an idiot. Um, I was trying to do it on my own way, and he was so gracious with me, and I was, like, so hungry for growth. yet I was trying to do it on my own at times, and I was like, man, I just want to go. Um, I don't, like, I want to learn, but I just want to go. Um, and he would, like, kind of sit me down and just, like be the good pastor he is, like really helped me out, Um, so that was phenomenal, met with me like once a week, and I just really wouldn't be where I am today in my faith without him, and then there's other guys like Derek, he was never afraid to just tell it like it is to me, like I needed people who were stern in my life, and I always took that with just uh, as a challenge, as an opportunity to grow, so people are like really out of love, giving you criticism or ways you can improve your life, don't get angry at them, Because most likely, they're just trying to see the growth. They love you for who you are. Um, And man, like Chi Alpha just, because so many of my other uh, guys I used to associate with, they just partied all this and that. And I just had to let them be. I still tried witnessing to them. I still pray for them. I still talk to them, not always about Jesus, but they see it in me. They've seen the change in my life. And they can't deny that which is amazing. But then um, there just came a point where I was like, man, I got to start investing my time into people who are hungry for growth, who really want it. Like, I don't look at it as wasted time, but it was a learning, whole learning experience, because I was like so passionate. Um, Sometimes I even turned people away. So I was like, Jesus all the way. This is the only, like, at at the end of our lives, guys, nothing else is going to matter except the glory we bring to him. Like, there will be reward in heaven for that. We can't see that now. But I just challenge you guys, you know, uh, I mean, I'm about to graduate, and, like, my grades are fine, all of that. But really, the time you have here, um, prospering the gospel, that's the only thing that matters. And I was going to touch on, like, I know uh, the last couple months, as a small group leader, we're, like, encouraged to do one-on-ones. Some of the guys, I'm sorry, because I didn't do as well as what I could. Uh, But I just love, like, really, God— has put my heart just, like, going for stuff. Uh, so there were, like, many times I took some guys out, and we would just, like, witness to people. And, man, it was amazing because we saw, like, ankles get healed. uh, What else? Like, hands get healed. All sorts of these amazing healings. And, I, like, God was just really speaking to me. He's like, you know, my I need to step my prayer game up. And I feel I believe he's telling all of us this. Like, if we truly believe in God and expect him to show up, we have to start believing that and having prayers that he will show up. Because if you're just praying that like, oh, uh, you know, salvation come, all this come, how? How's it going to happen? Like God, he wants to show up, but we have to be willing to step out and actually do it. So, I mean, I love talking a big game. That's cool. But then we got to put it into action. So I would just encourage you guys, you know, like, um, it's not all about the healings, though, because I know Daniel over and over has said salvation. That's the biggest thing he's challenged me to, uh, you know, pastoring people, um, discipling them, bringing them in. Just like, hey, let's do life together. Uh, So, man, it's just been amazing. So I could talk for days, but I'll just leave it at, like, you know, if anything, just stay in the Word. Stay in your Bible Rely on God, and you know, you will, I've experienced that firsthand, you will have people who disown you. You will have friends who you thought were your friends. They will will cut you off. Um, I've had people even, it got to the point, they still have bitterness towards me for whatever reason, Um, but it just amazes me because the second you bring up Jesus and you actually start living out your calling, people aren't going to like that because I believe they truly know deep down in their heart what they're doing, but they just want to continue to do their sinful nature, whatever they're doing. But then again, like, you know, it's not war against them because Satan has just deceived them so much. So just look at them as like, man, the potential. Like, what if they were a Christian? Like, they could just be going hard for the kingdom. So, yeah, guys, at the end of the day, you're all going to graduate. Just have the mindset, like, how each and every day can I bring the kingdom here? How can people see Jesus through me? We don't always have to talk about him, but how can they see it in me? And if God does put something in your heart, step out step out and do it, because, like, as children, we have to be obedient, and I mean, he's there with us, so, man, guys, yeah, it's just been amazing, yeah.
1: <laughs> Killed it, buddy. All right, so now we got D. Michael Bachholt, my buddy, sound guy. So, Michael, I just think his story is cool, so he had an encounter with Jesus this last summer, and then he just chose to come to Kyle. I didn't have to go after him. He just showed up and said, hey, I'm all in. He hasn't left. So come on. I love that. All right, buddy. Let's give Michael a clap.
4: Well, I was uh, born and raised in the church. And then after coming to college, I had really just uh, drifted away. And I guess I became lackadaisical and didn't, didn't really care. And then Paige McGrath had actually invited me uh, my, the last time uh, a year ago this time, and and then over the summer, I had worked at Wildwood Hills Ranch, and that had really uh, kicked, rebooted my faith, and got me back um, into daily devotion, and then coming, I came back here, and started getting really involved in here, I mean, helping with sound every week as much as I can, and it's just been a blessing to be here, and serving with you guys, and um I guess Chi Alpha has really uh, helped me, uh, showing me how to live out a Christian life and what it looks like on a day-to-day basis. And then um, I guess my advice to you is uh, just to stay in your word, because uh, that's, to me, where a real faith is cemented, cemented, is in daily devotion to God and just reading the Bible in prayer every day. Yeah.
0: So good.
1: I like that. It was, like, really short, but, like, boom! Come on. All right. Assembly so Bickney is next. She is the Wonder Woman of Chi Alpha. Great small group leader, prayer warrior. She's awesome. All right. I'm excited to hear your spiel. Get ready to get saved again.
5: <laughs> well, um, the way that I first found out about Chi Alpha, I guess I heard about it at the summer orientation, but... Like the last week of my freshman year, Charlie, um, Charlie McFarlane invited me to Chi Alpha when we met at the dining center. We were in marching band together, so we knew each other, and um, or just seen each other a few times, and um, met at the dining center, ended up talking about Chi Alpha, and I came, I think, once, that, like the last night of my freshman year, and then um, started coming my sophomore year after that. Um, one of the things that really drew me to Chi Alpha was that it went deep. It didn't. Some of the other campus ministries that I was in, or Bible studies, stayed more on the surface level and kind of avoided some of the deeper things about Christianity. I um, really appreciated how um, in tune Chi Alpha was to the Holy Spirit and have grown a lot in that over over these years, just being sensitive to how he works. Um, one of the main things that I've seen in my life, how it has, what Chi Alpha has really changed me, it, in me, is a m- mission mindset, especially since last year um, when Daniel and Emily came. The Lord gave me much more of a passionate desire for this campus and just for what he wants to do here. Um, A passionate desire especially for prayer and for discipleship. Um, I've seen how important prayer is for the campus, for every single day, (laughs) for people that I meet with, for um, Kyle for gatherings like this, for one-on-ones, and just for what he wants to do um, on campus. I have so much more of a passion now for that um, and for discipleship, that's the other thing. I have been trained so well by being a small group leader. I'm so so thankful to have had that opportunity to mentor other girls and to just walk with them in our relationship with the Lord, and I feel equipped to go on you know to the next stage of life um, to be a mentor to other, to other women around me um as far as advice for you put God first above your school. You're here taking classes, but you and I is not God and classes and grades are not God. God is the more important than anything else. And so for me, the biggest thing that I the big the hardest thing for me to sacrifice is time because I was so busy as a music major um, and a, with a German minor. And so there are always things to do. Um, but I learned how rewarding it is to consistently put God first. Um, and that goes both on a daily basis and then just overall what my mindset was on a daily basis. Just like the other seniors have said, read your Bible, spend time with God every single day. I would recommend to do it in the morning because then it's first and you're starting your day with it. Spend time in prayer and listening to God before your homework. Even if you have a huge task coming up that day, still put God first. Because I've seen how even when I have tons of things to do, if I give that time to God first... Everything else just falls into place like I couldn't have done it. So it's so rewarding. Um, the other way of putting God first for me is, I needed to learn to dedicate myself to serve, to serving Chi Alpha specifically. Um, in in my case, when I first came to you and I, like freshman sophomore year, I was pretty spread out. I went to I came to Chi Alpha, but Wasn't really involved in a small group or or didn't really serve here with, um, didn't get really connected here um, deeply. I went to a different church and then a kind of a small group through them. Um, So I was really spread out through lots of different places. But God taught me, especially my junior and senior year, um, and now this my fifth year, to dedicate myself to serving Him um, and not try and spread myself thin for to go to lots of different campus ministries but if you're coming to Chi Alpha dedicate yourself to serve God here and get connected here get connected in a small group um, serve how God leads you to serve um, because God Jesus was a servant of all and so he wants us to serve too so thank you all so much for being my family I am so thankful for all my experiences here
1: All right, last but not least, we got the Jocelyn, the Canfield. Come on, let's go. Uh, So my first experience with Jocelyn was at Matt and Rachel's wedding. She was just singing so hard behind me, just fist pumping during the dance part. It was awesome. All right, go ahead, Jocelyn. She's amazing.
6: Well, hi, guys. I am not a senior. I am not enrolled and have never been enrolled at the University of Northern Iowa, but um, my first experience with Kai Alpha was when I was in junior high, well not junior high. I think it was maybe like a freshman in high school, and this weird bald guy named Jonathan Barthlow came and spoke um, at my youth group because he was starting up a campus ministry on the campus of University of northern Iowa so um, see so yeah, that's kind of how I. First found out about it. And then um, when I was a senior in high school, these we changed, me and my family changed churches. And um we went to this church where there was just a bunch of college students. And I had never been around, like I've been, never been really in a congregation where there's a lot of like young people. Like there were people my age, but there weren't like college students. But um, I was on the worship team there, and they were, like, a bunch of the college students were also on the worship team there, because Alpha just has great musical people. But um, there is this one other singer on the worship team. Her name was Rachel Steckman, who's that, she's now uh, Rachel McClellan, if that rings a bell, but she, I graduated from high school, and that next fall, she's like, well, obviously, like, you're gonna come to Chi Alpha, like, you don't have a choice. You're gonna come to Chi Alpha, you're gonna sing, and you're, you're gonna do it because I want you to, and you're gonna love it. And um, so the first time I came was, just like Taylor, the night that Matt proposed to Rachel, and I thought, oh, this is a cool place. Like, that was cute and romantic. I may as well come back. <laughs> But, yeah, that's how I first got involved in Chi Alpha, and four years later, I'm still here. But um, I think the biggest thing that I've learned from it is just um, God's power to change people's hearts. So when I, growing up, um, my father is an ordained minister through the Assemblies of God, so I was in church my whole life, and serving at church wasn't necessarily my choice. It was kind of like, well, you're a pastor's kid. You're gonna, you're gonna go. You're gonna participate, and you're gonna serve where you needed because we need people to serve, and you're automatically the people person we chose. Um, so, yeah, growing up, I kind of um, got a hard heart towards towards ministry, and there were a lot of people, like church people, who say they love God and say they want to serve Him with all their heart, but then they just kind of turn around and and hurt other people, and so. Yeah, like I said, my heart was really hardened towards, not towards God, but towards um, serving as, like, full-time in ministry. So that's, like, I was totally against it. I didn't want to do ministry my whole life, just like my dad, because first I didn't want to be broke, because there's no money in ministry. And then secondly, I was just tired of getting hurt by people. Um, but through Kai Alpha, I guess through all the relationships that I've had with just really amazing friends and through God himself he's kind of slowly softened my heart towards it and I know I think it was the last year we were in Schindler I think it was Alex Seaman who is who's kind of interim pastor here and he wanted to really push and start up small groups again and I'm like oh my word do not choose me to be a small group leader because I just don't want to do it and and he didn't and I was like oh don't have to do it. This is great, but um, he asked Ashley Baker if you guys know Ashley, you are extremely blessed. She's great. Um, he asked her to do it. I'm like, yeah, she's gonna be a, a great small group leader. She's gonna do great. I'm gonna go to her small group. She's cool. And she texted me one day. She's like, hey, do you want to be my co-leader in small group? And I was like, you know what? Fine. Sure. I'll do it. So yeah. And then I, I just, I don't. Know, I grew to love just the environment of a small group and. I guess it was kind of, it made me push to actually read my Bible and pray, because I'm like, well, I have to do this, because it's for small group, but I ended up really enjoying it and loving it and really growing a lot in that study, and um, yeah, I guess it was kind of last last summer, last fall-ish time, I kind of looked at myself and looked at my situation, and I was like, oh, I'm... I'm on staff at a church leading worship with some amazing people. I'm a small group leader to some really amazing girls that I absolutely love. And I was like, well, my life has turned out to be full-time ministry. And you know what? I'm completely happy with that, and I've gotten so much joy in that that I was like, you know what? God, thank you for kind of just maneuvering me and showing me that, that my place is here in ministry and my place is to, to show people that... Um, people in the church are human, and sometimes they are, are broken people, and they hurt people without even meaning to, but but my job in ministry is just to love them, no matter what, just like Jesus did. So, um, my piece of advice would be to look at who you surround yourself and who influences you the most. So, I'm not really, I can't really give you advice about how to like balance like high alpha and classes and stuff like that because I never had to do that. Um, <laughs> but uh, the biggest thing I've seen about the university and, and just like the college life is that there's, there's such a freedom of expression of opinions and beliefs and while that is a really good thing and you know students are just really open to new ideas and to new beliefs and they're, they're kind of searching and trying to figure out who they are, And so I would just encourage you to surround yourself with godly influences, with people who you know are really strong and solid in their faith and who give you really good, solid, godly advice. And I know Daniel and Emily are very uh, cognizant of who they pick as leaders here in Kai Alpha because they know that they want us to be really strong godly influences towards you guys. And so I would... Yeah, get into a small group. I know we kind of nag you to do that, but it's really important, and we really love them, and you're going to love them too if you just give them a try. Um. But, yeah. Um, surround yourself with godly influences, and then, you know what, turn around and be a godly influence to, to the people around you. So, surround yourself with those people. Let them fill you up like God fill you up until you're just overflowing out to everybody else.
1: Come on. Thank you, Jocelyn.